0: That is a little surprise to most Ukrainians, since the new government of Poroshenko is padded with people drawn from the same corrupt business circles as the old government. And now it has fallen to the unlikely person of Saakashvili, an outsider in Ukraine, to try to break the economic stranglehold of those ultra-rich insiders. I'm close to them, but I wasn't part of them, Saakashvili said in an interview here last month. People tend to trust outsiders more than the decades-old insiders, and that was Poroshenko's motivation when he opened up the system to foreigners. In addition to Saakashvili, the President has appointed Natalie Juresko, an American-born financial expert as his Minister of Finance, and Maria Gaidar, a Russian advocate of overhauls as Saakashvili's deputy after he was appointed head of Odessa by Poroshenko. People expected with a real revolution comes real change, Saakashvili said. But we had the revolution that basically didn't produce real change. Now is the time to resolve this. Saakashvili, who was first appointed governor of the Odessa region last summer before taking up his current anti-corruption brief, said he saw his role as unwinding a central compromise of the post-revolution government. That deal, attributed to a former prime minister, Yulia V. Timoshenko, offered the oligarchs a chance to retain their wealth and influence in return for loyalty in the fight against Russia. In exchange for appointments as governors, the oligarchs agreed to deploy their wealth to finance private militias to fight the separatists. Igor V. Kolomoysky, a gas station and airline tycoon, was appointed governor of the Proputrovsk region, where he founded Ukraine's most powerful private militia, the Dnipro-1 Battalion. Kolomoisky is now out of office, and Poroshenko has taken steps to incorporate Dnipro-1 and other private militias into the army. But with the war now seemingly winding down, Saakashvili argues... It is also time to strip the oligarchs of their ability to pull revenue out of Ukrainian state companies, long a main source of wealth in Ukraine, lest the public lose faith in the new government. It is time, Sakashvili said, to renege on the deal. The problem is they had this agreement with the old elite, Saakashvili said, not with ordinary Ukrainians who are as angry as ever about the super-wealthy. Rather than renationalize assets, as Putin did to sideline Russia's oligarchs a decade or so ago, Saakashvili suggested that Ukraine could elbow the ultra rich from politics by cleaning up state owned enterprises. You can just cleanse them of their oligarch manager and basically destroy or abolish this joint stock company of oligarchs that is what they see, what they regard as Ukraine, he said. Not surprisingly, Saakashvili has faced some pushback on his plans, and not just from the oligarchs. Arsenyi P. Yatsenyuk, the prime minister who speaks fluent English and portrays himself as a westernizer, has insisted that the government stand by its agreement with those who backed the fight against Russian separatism, including the interior minister, Avakov. Saakashvili a shrewd politician with a populist streak, has set about organizing rallies around Ukraine to build a grassroots anti-oligarch movement called Cleaning Up Ukraine. And he started the movement pointedly here in Avakov's hometown, Kharkiv, in January. What I hear from Ukrainians, unfortunately, is it's never been this bad in Ukraine, Saakashvili told the crowd in Kharkiv. We need to change this government. Who do we need to change it for? For us for you and for me. Saakashvili spoke of post-Soviet malaise, of kleptocrats and party hacks who steal the people's money and hope. The crowd soon warmed to his heavily accented Russian. Given the anger at corruption, it seemed to work. The oligarchs who fed the rotten politics of Ukraine even now, he said, must go. People chanted and cheered. Afterwards, Saakashvili waded into the crowd. The poor and elderly pressed about in their frayed sweaters and cheap overcoats, asking him to lead them out of the mess. Women sidled up to snap pictures. In the swirl, Saakashvili smiled and soaked up the attention. He's our last chance, somebody yelled.